It's Coffee Club Time! now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekert, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, Well, a very good Wednesday morning to you. This June, da, 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 June the 9th, 2021. I hope you're doing fine. I think it's kind of, is it rainy here today? I don't know. But here we are, and um, I'm not hearing my crew. Are you guys We're all there? here. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was unusually quiet for all of it, all of a sudden there. Well, we've had a busy week, and we will continue to have a busy week. What's going on with you, Jennifer, now that you've spoken up? Oh, I'm just making, going to make a few appointments and no. get that taken care of and it's been pretty quiet this week, actually, as far as business. I don't know where everything is. Oh. Did you get elected? Uh, I might have another big project, but I haven't heard from the lady. There so many people go on fishing expeditions. Well, that's true. But um, anyway, well, we'll take you to said doctor tomorrow afternoon. Uh, so. You know how much I love going to doctors. 
Right. Well, I got over that fear in Florida, finally. But here we go. Well, on the down the trail we go. Let's stay in Indiana. Uh, Michael off, and then after Michael will be Abby. Um, so get ready, Abby. Michael, well, what's going on with you? Well, hello, everyone. Uh, let's see what's going on here. I made some notes. It was a big announcement the other day, WDC, the Apple Worldwide Developer Conference. Talk about what's new in iOS 15, as well as some health stuff coming to the watch. And it's a lot of cool stuff. We can talk about that later, if time permits. And um, tonight I am doing an event uh, working with the NFB of Ohio. Uh, they're having representatives from the uh, Helen Keller Center. And... It's kind of interesting. I don't know about you, but one of my biggest fears is losing my hearing and actually being deaf and blind. That that scares me probably more than anything else in life. Uh, but they're going to be talking about technologies and tools they use to assist the deaf blind. I wasn't aware that they have apparatus that, that feeds vibrations uh, mainly to their backs, but other places, I guess, for notifications of things going on around it. It's something I have absolutely no knowledge of, but I'll be hosting or running the room anyway for the Zoom event. So if anyone's interested in that, we'll pull up the uh, the 10-digit code and give that. Uh, and the last one we did, um, having to do with uh, blind individuals and law enforcement, I think three people came from this Zoom event here, Coffee Club over there to that. Uh, also excited, I got a new battery for my phone. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's um, a company called Lohi, L-O-H-I. So it's a case for your phone, but it also has a battery. And unlike most of them, it allows you to plug in your headphones and still use your lightning adapter without having to take the phone out of the case. Uh, so that's what's going on here in a nutshell. Very good. We'll send it on down the line to Abby. Good morning, everyone. I am doing great. Uh, just got involved with the uh, NFB of Indiana at large chapter, uh, working on getting that up and going for those who aren't near a local chapter and um, working on me. So, and that's a pretty care. big chore, but hey, whatever works. And if you're going to do something with health, health involves you, and that's a great thing. Yes, sir. That can only pay dividends. Trust me, it can only pay dividends, and that's good. You sound good. Thank you. All right, let's travel to Altoona, Pennsylvania. Well, we're doing okay here. It's 74 degrees and going to get hot today. A bit, bit warm and muggy, but we're surviving. It's better than snow. I just keep telling myself that. Well, that's true, and you're keeping busy and keeping active, and that's... Well, when it's warm and muggy, you can always grill. In the snow, you can't grill. Um, You can grill in the snow. I have, but depending on how much, but... Um, we have grilled in the snow. Yeah, it's just a little chilly, but it works. That's it takes nice. a little longer because the you know the grill has a little harder time staying hot. But as long as you can get to the grill without having to slog through the snow, it works okay. Nah, I've done it. <laughs> You've done it. Speaking of that voice, Radio Tim. Good morning, everyone. Uh, hope it's cooler where everyone else is. We're supposed to get up to 98 today and 100 tomorrow. Ooh. And uh, on, I'm tired on. of this. This will be our seventh and eighth days over 90 in a row. So uh, I guess better start getting used to hot weather. <laughs> but uh, and uh, should thought I'd mention on my show tomorrow night, I'm 
adding some extra top tens so that we'll be having top tens going all the way back to 1955 and all the way up to 1985. And I noticed that different part in the jingle there when we were coming in, and I noticed that 1985 that you inserted in there because that wasn't in the original jingle. Was it just me, or did I miss something at the beginning? No, he did a good job. That was a good edit, Tim. That was really good. But I noticed on Pam's jingle, both both shows are going to be different. Did I not hear a survey or in Pam's? It didn't mention the year. Just mentioned it. Just played the music. It just played the music, and you yes. But I thought it. I'll, I'll look real in a minute here on Dropbox and see because I thought she mentioned a year in her title. But I, but I noticed something different about that. Just just playing, just playing the music. So we'll we'll check that out. Jeff, how are you? I am doing fantastic. I love the warm weather. And Tim doesn't like 100-degree temperatures. Bring it up here. I keep telling him to keep moving that air from Minnesota to Albany, New York, because I like the warm weather. I don't like cold, and I don't like snow. And I spent all day yesterday, my daughter Meredith, that's my oldest daughter, she came over to my apartment, and we spent all afternoon in the pool, swimming and enjoying the, the, the pool that's part of my complex. So I really can't complain. Everything is good here. Not much to complain about, except I have an iPhone that needs a battery replacement. And I really am torn between what I want to do because uh, I can't open up an email and read it on my phone and have the battery go from 100 to 85 or take the bus and use the navigator to pay for my bus fare. And then after I've done that, it goes down to about, you know, 80 percent. And I need to have that phone charged at all times. So I'll have to make a decision on what I want to do because I'm waiting. I was going to wait till the fall if they come out with new iPhones. But I really don't want to. I can't wait that long. I'm going to have to do something now. So we'll have to deal with that. But everything is good. Can't complain. True. It's 1985 for Pam's year also. 1985. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. uh, Good enough. All right. Um, We've got a lot to cover. So we'll get to everybody and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the um, Apple conference last Monday or a couple days ago. And in the second hour, we're going to give you a surprise. Chris and Dave are going to demo a air fryer that you control from your smartphone and or Lady A. So I think we've got some great things coming up today. So we'll be talking about that. Uh, Yeah. We have a call (laughs) that came in. It's a real short one. Is that from the 902? Yeah, uh, 902 in Halifax. Yeah, okay. Okay, here we go. Hi, this is Wayne calling from Halifax, Canada. Just wondering the legend listeners if I can find out does a fire stick make the TV talk? Um, because I have trouble turning my TV on and finding the selections that I want to go in. And I'm just wondering if you guys know anything out there. I'll be listening Wednesday morning. Okay, take care. Bye for now. Well, my answer to that would be, well, the fire stick will talk once you get that input selected. So. Right. Once you yeah, get... And then once you set it up on the fire stick, turn voiceover on it, it'll, it will talk. It will talk and it will work. I might throw an extra 50 bucks and just get a television that talk that, that's just kind of built in. And then, you know, you're not going to have that particular problem. You know, if you watch them, you can get them on sale as cheap as $89 on up to 129 where 
the fire stick is great, but if you don't know how to get it switched to the inputs, it's, you know, it'll talk then. But if you're not there and it's not going to work on your local TV stations, so... I, I'm not sure the fire stick is the total answer. Uh, any comments on that? Or, well, as Mike said, uh, once you get it set up, it does work. But uh, but again, if you can afford to buy another TV, I would buy the. Well, you can get you have different you have different options. You can buy an uh, an insignia fire a TV fire TV edition from Best Buy, or you, or but I think the better option, and I agree with Bill, is to buy the one that's made by Toshiba. That that works quite well. And with that TV, you've got Lady A already built right in, right from the start. Um, You can tell your TV, for example, you know, tune into CBS or go to channel whatever the channel in your area is. um, And it's going to do that for you. And there's just many other things that you can do. So that's just my opinion but a fire stick will work if you can do so much to get it there okay let's get through these hands so we can get to our apple all right well let's start with jerry in indiana pennsylvania and after what sorry i sorry we're getting some delay okay uh, good morning, everybody. It is. I'm sitting out on my swing, out on the porch. You might hear the birds chirping in the background. It's uh, 70 degrees in Indiana, Pennsylvania, going up the coast of uh, um, uh, the mid-80s today. We might have some thunderstorms, and today's a big day for me. I have to get a, uh, well, I can't drink anything after 1130 because I got to get a chest x-ray. Um, and and then I get well I gotta get blood work first. Then I have to get a chest X-ray, and then after that, um, um, uh, you know I can eat again. But uh, and then Friday I have to see the surgeons. So it's possibly going to uh, be uh, performing the surgery on on uh, you know repairing my hernia, and that's good. Saw Judy yesterday. She had a cheese omelet for breakfast today, and she's doing pretty well and uh uh so you know that's what's going on here um jeff i tried to get bob surratt saturday night i wanted to hear that show you were talking about but wgn didn't have it online yeah i don't i didn't get to hear it i wasn't home and i did not record it so unfortunately i did not get to hear it so if anyone heard it let us know about it jerry i'm sorry about that i wish i could have helped you but i don't i wasn't home on on saturday i was out with my youngest daughter at a martial arts thing that she was involved with so um by the time i got home it was like like nine thirty, ten o'clock so that didn't yeah, work out for me at a regular talk show all right Online, just, anyway. all right thank you jerry okay thank you all right next on the uh, list is joe Sorensen. i'm sorry yeah joe and albuquerque go ahead joe oh hi good morning unmuted 59 degrees here in albuquerque new mexico clear skies up to 91 on the 59 and we zoom our zoom our lives away with a great poetry workshop last night and uh we're having a a, a, a church conference methodist church and it's, it's going to be zoom next week too so yeah our lives are pretty busy good morning y'all and uh so you know but that's okay busy is good and uh 
Yeah, it's been, it tell you what is so nice. We have a patio right here, and when it gets warm enough, then we open the, we open the doors here and let the fresh air in. It's so nice. Sounds good, Joe. Ellen, sounds like you guys are having a good time out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, but the thing is, um, we're also dealing with the smoke from the wildfires there in Arizona, and that's, but that's, it's not too, too bad as long as you, you know, take proper measures that you need to take. You're all right. Oh, yeah. Well, just be careful and have a good week and come back in if you've got more questions today. Hi, Jeff. Who's next? All right. I want to get to, because I know that people are interested in finding out what's going on with Gail. Beth Mullen. I'm sorry. I keep doing that. Get Beth Moline. Can you unmute yourself, please? I think I'm unmuted now. You are. Go ahead. Great. Great. Good morning, folks. Um, I just heard from Gail a little bit ago. We had kind of a bad connection on the phone, but I'll, I'll get back with her. She's excited because I know that there are things going on that she's getting accomplished. I know a few days ago, from what I heard, there was other people who had said that she's not accomplished as much as she should, but well, I'll pray about that. But I think she needs some encouragement. I think she definitely, hopefully she can get calls from other people too, <laughs> besides me. But you know, she, she, she sounds really good. She sounds pretty chipper. And at least she's her breathing isn't labored. I thought I heard last week that it was a little bit, but I think she's doing a lot better than she likes to admit. Is there any anticipation of her coming home soon? Well, you know, they're hoping that she'll do the, the exercises that the, the, whatever the physical therapist is going to have her do so she can come home because some of that she hasn't been doing but made, made me think she was. Sorry about that, but <laughs> I do hope she can come home from the, the nursing home as quick as possible. I was thinking it would be sometime this, this coming weekend, but now I don't even know. So what you're really saying is it's all up to her, correct? You know, it really is. And I, I know I do my best to try to encourage her and try to let her know to do what the therapists are going to have her do. Otherwise, she won't be able to go home. I would think just being in there would be enough incentive to want to get home. That would make me want to get home. That would give me incentive. It would scare me straight. <laughs> you would hope anyway. Yeah. So, so are you doing all right otherwise? You know, I think most of the way I really am. After all the crying I did for a while, and, well, I did a lot of praying, too. And But, but um, I'm doing pretty good otherwise. I thought that we were not going to be talking about, I mean, I thought that our activities director wasn't going to be doing the recipe cookbook club this month, but it sounds like she is. So I'm excited about what recipe we might do or if we're going to be doing some more editing of recipes. And I'm quite sure that it's next week or the week after that we're going to be doing the universal yums. Then we'll be able to find out what country we're going to be going to with that. Well, that is good, Beth. And, and we have a neat thing, too. We've got on a lot of Wednesday mornings. We don't this morning, but a lot of Wednesday mornings, we have a drum class. I don't know if I mentioned that to you a while ago, but it, we have these plastic waste baskets, and we've got them turned upside down. We do have real you know, drumsticks. We've got those 
sticks where we can be on the drums and, and, and hit the sticks together. And, and there was one time a couple, I think it was a few days ago when we had the drum class and our activities director said, we do have a little drinking in this class. And then she said, and, and some of you already know what that is. And I just right away said tequila because we're doing something with the song tequila. <laughs> and at one point the, the, we do seven um, seven beats right before we yell tequila. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Tequila! <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> well, yeah. It gives you something to look forward and do. It really does. There's a walking club this morning, so that'll be at 10 o'clock. And then after that, I think there's a, a game, that a buzzword game. Those, those games she has us play are so much fun. And yesterday we played bingo. We, we do, we, every other week now we're alternating. We go from the, just the regular the bingo without having to pay anything. And then a, another week, well, like yesterday, we had jackpot bingo where each of us had to pay $1.25. No problem with that. That was perfect. And I won a few of those games. <laughs> so I was pretty happy about that. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, Beth, sounds like you're going in the right direction, and it's very, very good and mm-hmm. positive. And really thank is. you for all your feedback, and we really look forward to it. And I'll let you know when I find out that Gail is coming home. I'm praying that it'll be soon. <laughs> we do, too. All right. Thanks very much, Beth. Next on the agenda is Al out in Palma Heights, Ohio. Go ahead, Al. Good morning, everybody. And uh, first, I want to welcome Awesome Abby to the panel, Bill. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll drag anybody in here, Al. But we're, well, anyway, we're so uh, glad she's here. Anyway, it's 72 degrees here in Parma Heights. Uh, humidity is very high. Two point, the dew points are almost in the 70 range. So it's very humid. It's been like that since uh, the weekend. And it's supposed to stay like this till after this weekend. And it's going to be a high of a 80, in the mid-80s today. And the chance of showers and storms are off and on throughout the rest of the week. But anyway, our Indians are doing well. They beat St. Louis last night. I was glad of that. And the Indians, you know, they're so inconsistent. They got killed Sunday, 18 to 5, I believe. And last night they came back. And I think tonight will be one of those nights they're not going to hit. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, everything else is doing pretty well. I had a good weekend. I, in fact, I'm going to mention this tomorrow night on All Things Radio. So I'm going to save the good news uh, then, uh, Jeff. <laughs> what I did over the weekend. And, uh, Oh, very good, Al. We'll, we'll be looking forward to hearing that. Called up a radio station. I'll tell when Bernie comes on tomorrow. He'll he'll appreciate it. But anyway, everything else doing well. Just uh, coping with the humidity. Have the air conditioner on from time yeah, to time. Yeah, a lot better than coping with the snow, I guess. Uh, amen to that. Really, yeah. <laughs> I'm like a Jeff. You know, I hate the snow. I like the warm weather. <laughs> there you go. I noticed since I've been here back home, era in Indiana, that the weather here seems to be rather cool compared to florida that humidity would be pretty high in the heat but i guess it's in what you get used to and thank you al you're welcome have a great day you too all right next on our agenda is pam francis can you unmute yourself please hello everybody i made it home from the hospital that's good yay oh my goodness that was 10 days and yeah i went through a medicine transition and hopefully with the new stuff they've got me on will keep me together and i won't have to go i I hope not to have to see that place for a while but i'm also contemplating 
I moved down to Florida near my son. He's willing to come up here to get me. What part of Florida is he in? He's in Plant City, Florida, just outside Tampa. A strawberry capital of the world, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been to that strawberry festival more than once. But no, and and yeah, I know all about the humidity down there. I've lived there. Yeah. What my biggest concern, and I told him, I said, I've got to have decent AC down there. You know, because I, I don't. But the, the, the good, the, the reasoning behind this is that he's going to be two trailers away from me. And that in itself and his in-laws in between us. It was the upshot of it is he's trying to see to it that somebody's around to see about me. Are you going to have to buy the trailer or will you be able to just no. rent? Okay. No, I can rent the trailer, but it's so it, it will it will cost me uh, $425 a month for that thing. Now, the difference is between what I'm paying here and the extras that I have to pay for, it won't it, it really is not going to make me miss the, my, my Missouri check. Are you going to be able to get all the services that you need down there? I mean, I, you, I like think so. I'm I'm doing I'm checking into that, but I'm, I think so. Because you're going to have to make sure that you can. You, you don't want to have to lose services right. and no, have to no, try no. to get them again. No, no, I realize that you got to you get different qualifications for different stuff, and that that will get. I'll I'll do my research before I make that move. But as it is now, he's wanting to. He he wants me to get down there in July, but I don't know if that'll happen. What does your now, daughter think of this? My daughter is in favor of it. She she says she seems to think that he has made it clear to her that it, that it, that she has done her part. Now it's his turn. So, contemplating a move, maybe that. Yeah, she she and her husband work so much overtime. Even you know, even after me moving from my house and getting closer to her, she still is not as able to get over here as she would like to and be an asset to the help that I have. And therefore that's why she's in favor of this. Is that if that makes any sense? Yeah. Well that's a good thing. You know, whatever you need to do to help yourself, and if uh, you know they've got plenty of doctors there. I never saw a state with so many doctors. <laughs> well, I know where I, if I'm going anywhere, I'm going to University of South Florida. So, I mean, that's that's already been, that I've I've had experience with them. I know about them. I know, you know, who they're hooked up with. Oh yeah. That, yes, that state has plenty of doctors, but you also have to make sure that you're not getting yourself into some some kind of a trial that you don't know about. No. Well, that'll be real, real good, Pam. And of course, you'll keep us posted. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, like I said, I haven't gone. I haven't gone anywhere yet. I'm still still doing my research. Yeah. Seeing what's best for you. Is your trailer yeah. going to be a one bedroom or two bedroom or? No, it's two. Two bedrooms. It's not. It's not. They're not big. It's not a huge place. But it's probably maybe as big or a little bigger than what I have. And even what I what I've got is little, but it's it's laid out like a habit trail. And yeah. in even 
you know, in a, in a trailer, the thing is like a big rectangle. Where I feel like right now I'm in a box. True. Well, very good. Keep us posted, Pam. I certainly will. And thank you guys so much for all your prayers and thoughts and good wishes. And truly, truly appreciate it. We'll be doing well, thank it Thank you all very weekend. much, Pam. All right, Jeff, who's next? That's it. That's it? We're, let's hear about Apple. All right. Want to talk about Apple? Well, Mike's the guy that's got prepared. And if he needs me to help him out, I can. But Mike seems like he's got it all together. Yeah, we'll, well let him talk about Yeah, I've Apple. got. I made some notes, but I learned things after that. So by all means, chime in if I overlook something because I made notes real quick. And then I listened to some other information and learned quite a bit more. But I guess we'll start with the the thing that most people seem excited about, and that is going to be, and we're talking here about iOS 15, which is slated to come out in the fall, September or October, probably September, but we'll see. Depends on so many bugs and what, and those of you like to play with betas, you can probably do that in July or something. But uh, the biggest interest right now seems to be FaceTime, because uh, one thing you'll be able to do is schedule events in advance and create a link, and then people can connect. It won't just be limited to Apple. Uh, you'll be able to do it uh in android and windows so some are calling that their attempt to compete with zoom and i suppose it is but i would say as a zoom administrator that unless you have the ability to mute people that are creating noise and i don't think it does as well probably when you get a large number of people trying to isolate but we'll see we'll see what enhancements they make too but a lot of people are very excited about that uh the other related thing to that is called spatial audio where what it's going to do is put people in different positions based on where they are on the screen so if someone's on the top left it's going to put them over on the left side of your stereo field or on the right and they'll be on the right side so not everyone will be in the same place and that may help you to uh kind of know where people are in relationship there's voices that you're not sure of or just kind of keep track of people so that'll be kind of interesting to see how that works and uh, there's supposed to be a way to see who's speaking, so that'll be helpful because I know that's a big thing a lot of people don't know how to do in Zoom is determine, or even the clubhouse it's popular, to, to know who's actually speaking at any given time. So they're supposed to have a mechanism in there for that. And, of course, portrait mode, which will help the video components of that. And uh, the other thing that people, some are excited about, is called the share play, so that you'll be able to share music. I don't know how all that works as far as the licensing, but you'll be able to uh, listen to the same music or share your playlists or maybe select TV shows and maybe even some movies. I would think it has to work on the providers uh, that they work with, it, which is quite a number of them, including Disney and Hulu and a whole bunch of companies. Uh, absent, though, is Netflix. But So you'll be able to watch on, and share an experience uh, watching movie, TV shows, or just music. Uh, another thing that could be cool is screen sharing, although... Uh, let me tell you, I think the benefits will be maybe the one downside, but screen sharing will actually allow you to share your screen. So maybe if you are trying to work on an app or something, you know, I'm curious how that's going to work because normally in Apple, you can only do one thing at a time, but, uh, you know, that someone can help you maybe try to figure out an app or something that's not talking or what's going on. We'll see how that's implemented, but it's just for people viewing your screen. They really can't interact with it or make changes to it. So it's not going to help you in terms of IRA or be my eyes. I mean, I guess you could have someone there tell you what's going on, but, you know, they're not going to be able to remotely assist you, but it, it could be very helpful uh, to get a family member or a friend or something to kind of help you understand something that's going on on your screen or just to show kind of what you're doing if you're working on things. So we'll see uh, where that goes, and they call that share with you. Uh, so we'll see what... Another thing is the notifications. Uh, for those of you who use that, they're making enhancements there. 
whatever they call it, is a focus mode, so you'll be able to isolate and say certain times of the day. Or like Bill can go in during the coffee club and say, I don't want to hear from anyone, but maybe unless it's a real emergency, maybe Jennifer or, you know, I got a particular doctor or something, but you can really specify what happens when. So if you're in a meeting and you don't want to be bothered during a radio show or maybe you only want to hear from people who send requests to your radio show, you can do a lot of customization with that. So we'll see how it works. Uh, you know, different sleep modes, do not disturb uh, work. So you can have it, I guess, when you reach a certain place, it can implement different rules about who's allowed to reach you. Um, enhancement, this uh, live text extract, it's kind of there now, but what the way they're describing it's going to be pretty cool because you'll be able to take text out of a picture and actually copy it or email it or text it to someone. So that if that really works, that's going to be probably one of the number one accessibility features the fact that you'll be able to extract text from a picture and do something with it email and maybe it's got a phone number or a website or just whatever personal information for someone so if that works i'm very excited to play with that extract text from an image and actually do something with it another one that uh, they're going to make enhancements to spotlight which i don't use and i really don't know anyone who does but supposedly it will allow you to search anything on your phone so that will be great if it really works again if you could search text within documents or find files so again like a lot of these we'll see they sound good but we'll see how they actually work uh you know when implemented uh, uh let's see what else um here's one that's i think it's going to require that you have the iphone 12 to do uh it's what they call the uwb the ultra wideband chip uh, but these are enhancements to your wallet so i'm not sure what goes where but uh, one of the things you can do if you want, you'll be able to scan in your ID card, and it'll actually be a part of your Apple Wallet. And if you need to show your ID to something, a doctor or whatever, uh, you know, or maybe even TSA, they're supposed to going to work with them, and you could use it at an airport. Well, I'm trying to figure out how that's going to work because, you know, normally your phone's in a basket or something. I haven't gone through TSA in a while, but I'm trying to figure out how you would use it if you don't have access to that right minute when you're walking through. But uh, so you'll be able to do that. And um, one of the big things that we're bragging about, if you have home security, you'll be able to do it to unlock the door. If someone comes to your home and don't have to get your fat butt off the couch, you can just let them in. And one of the big ones, Hyatt Hotels are going to be working with it, so you'll actually have a key on your phone to open the door to your room. So you'll have that before you even get to the hotel, which means you maybe can avoid those lines. Uh, you know, and you don't have to check in. You can do that before you even get there and go straight to your room and and lock the room or unlock the room uh, just by waving your phone. So, again, that I think is going to be limited to the iPhone 12, uh, some of that. Uh, the weather app is supposed to have enhancements. We'll see what that means for us in terms of accessibility. Uh, it's supposed to be more accurate temperatures and let you know what times of the day you're going to have precipitation, you know, if it's going to rain next hour, hour-by-hour hour reports. And I know they bought, I can't think of the name of it, maybe you know, Jeff, they bought that weather app that was supposedly one of the most accurate. And um, so we'll see. If hopefully they go from being kind of mediocre to ha having a true meaningful weather app. And, of course, it'll have maps in there for those who can see. And you'll be able to set landmarks so you can see what the weather is in those given places. And um, speaking of landmarks, they're supposed to do a lot with Apple Maps, and uh, including very broad transit information. So that will be great if you can use that airports and buses and, and find the terminals and the bus stops and so forth. So. I think it's going to start out in a limited set of cities and expand from there. So i would really be 2022 before we see something like that, maybe in Albany or Evansville or slightly sl smaller markets. But we'll see how that goes. If, if it can actually give you true transit information, that will be very, very helpful. Um, voice search is coming to Safari. So if you like using your voice to browse the web, uh, that'll be coming. We'll see how that works. And there's enhancements to Safari that's going to fix. I know Bill's not a big Safari fan, but... 
supposedly they're making a lot of fixes, so it'll work with a lot of technologies that it hasn't in the past. So we'll see uh, where that goes. But to me, myself, if this works, and I really hope this is what I'm most excited about, that Siri will now work from your phone. And what I mean by that is, and right now when you ask Siri to do something or look up something or whatever, dictation, it goes out to Apple servers. Uh, so that, as you know, causes a lot of error. Sometimes it doesn't work if you don't have a good Internet connection or it really can screw up and add words that you didn't even say. Sometimes that comes out humorous and some mostly just annoying because we like to rely on that as a useful tool. So um, that's all processed on your phone. I hope it's going to work more like the Mac. It'll be much faster. And any of you ever use Siri dictation on the Mac, it's actually quite accurate. You can transcribe quite a bit of stuff, and it moves with you and is, is pretty accurate. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, one of the other big things is privacy. Uh, your emails, you'll be able to get rid of. A lot of people don't know when you get emails, there are little beacons in there that kind of track what you do when you open it. If you respond to it, what what you do, how far you read it. So the uh, privacy, you'll be able to turn that off. And uh, related privacy, you'll be able to report. You'll see a report for every app that you have. So you'll be able to see what each of your apps is doing, which is phoning home. Bill in Chicago will love this. You'll be able to see, you know, who's contacting third parties and who's recording data. And uh, you'll be able to really lock it down much more than than what they've implemented here in 14.6. So we'll see how that works. Um, I like the idea that you can uh, suppress noise in FaceTime, which you forgot to talk about. But Yeah, I forgot I, that. that. Yeah, they showed, yes, there's two. You can have a high-fidelity, high-quality mode that's supposed to give you the best audio and hear everything going on around you so you get the ambiance, or you can limit it so it only picks up your voice. And what they did was show a kid bringing a weed eater inside the house, and she turns it on, and you don't hear it even though that weed eater is running. So if it really works that well, that was pretty impressive that you can really just get rid of air conditioner sounds or fans or anything else going on. And like someone said, the real test will be how that works in a restaurant where you got a lot of other people also talking and glasses and dishes clanging and so forth. But yeah, that was a pretty cool feature. Uh, so that's why I think a lot of people are interested. What in- about the interactive interactiveness that you can have with the iPhone, the iPod, the back computer and the iPad, or they all can work together in concert with each other. So that so you, you're working on a document on your iPhone and you can move it to your, or work on it on your iPad, or you can work with it on your Mac. Yeah, I saw it more for Mac and iPad. So I was a little confused on what what you could do with the Apple phone, I would assume there you'd have to have, again, the, the 12 to do something like that. What I saw was more of the Mac and the iPad, but, um, yeah, that you can actually literally move things from one device to the other. So that will be pretty cool. Let me finish these couple items because I, I really focused on the iPhone and we'll cover the other stuff here. But um, another thing is if you get locked out of your Apple ID, you just forget what it was or what it is, you can set up a code. Uh, with a family member, a friend, someone you trust, and then you can contact them. And they can't see your data, but they can get the code and and tell you what that code is so that you can get uh, back into your phone, your Apple, you know, your iCloud stuff and change your password and get that set back up for you. So, again, on the privacy, they got the iCloud Plus. So if you pay for that, you'll get the benefits of what they call burner email. So if you subs- you want to work with something, but you really don't want to have in your main email address, you're a little skeptical, you don't know if this is someone you're going to do business in the long term, you're afraid, hey, maybe they're going to sell my information, what they call burner email. So you can set up an email for each different type of transaction. So maybe you have one just for Amazon or one just for your doctor's office or something like that. So you can do the create them and then 
delete and destroy them and they'll just forward to your primary email. And that way you don't have to just give your email to everybody because it is annoying. You make you give it to one wrong person and then you start getting all kinds of spam and, you know, we all know how annoying that can be. So uh, that if you like that double encryption so that everything goes out, your phone will be encrypted twice. So if you're really worried about browsing on your phone or email, that'll be a part of the iCloud uh, Plus service if you want to pay for that. There's no additional cost. Uh, one of the other ones, I think probably the biggest, I'm very interested in this. Of course, it raises its own privacy, red flags. Bill in Chicago will be cringing, but uh, is health data. And one of the things, well, one of them is lab results. You'll be able to see your lab results, but also compare what those values mean. It's one thing to get your, you know, HDL and LDL and quite another to understand how it compares or averages with other people. So not only to get your lab results and to share them with people you specify, you always have the opt-in controls to give it to your doctor, but also you have the ability either to share it with your parents or children. So you as a parent can maybe see health data for your children, or if you're at that point in your life when you're taking over responsibilities for your parent, or maybe you have power of attorney, or just generally want to know what how mom is doing, or you got a good friend and they trust you, that you can kind of see their health data, look at that results, and work with that. And the other one, I'm kind of interested because right now I'm having some issues with dizzy spells, and this has to do with the steadiness of your walking, and it'll measure that and kind of let you know what it's purpose is to do is to try to help thwart off and uh, detect and prevent falls, which is one of the number one causes of injuries uh, to older persons. Uh, I hear 14 million a year, something like that. So a a pretty high number. Uh, So if it can actually detect that and help you with that. And then one of the other things is um, you can, this will be my final thing and I'll open it up for other things Jeff and Bill observed and any questions. Um, But uh, I'm not forgot lost my place what i was going to say there but it was important to come back to me we'll see what else uh what else got people's attention you know what surprised me when they were talking about the apple watch i would have thought they would have they would have been able to find a way that you could take your blood sugar with the apple watch uh, oh well that was thanks for reminding me yeah there's talk that the next watch may actually have a glucometer to detect glucose and people are wondering well how would that work because it's not penetrating the skin so it'd have to be done on the skin surface uh you know kind of like is being done now uh, when reading uh, blood sugar levels. But the other thing is the new the update's going to actually help you because it's already worked with heart and blood pressure and things like that. But it's going to help you. It's going to monitor your respiration. So in other words, your sleep. And so if you have apnea or you're not sure if you have apnea, it can tell you how many times you're breathing in a minute or maybe you stop for periods of time. So that's going to be kind of a a big thing. So that's. But yeah, if they. Uh, We'll see when they do their next hardware announcements, but if they really do, you can't add a glucometer and make it work, and I'm sure that we need a lot of FDA approval. Uh, I think those are going to sell like hotcakes in the blind community and those that really have to worry about diabetic issues. Yeah, I think that's going to take some time, Mike. I, You know, look at Lieberlink. They're having trouble. Well, maybe not trouble, but it's taking them a while to get the 2.0 to to be approved and it's done in Canada now which means that should happen here but it's these things just take time and how they're going to do it I have no idea but most doctors and, and I find in there's an inconsistency how many doctors can you go to and they'll give you your medical records so you can see them on the iPhone much less read them and understand them most doctor's offices, you can't even send the doctor's office an email, much less get your medical records. 
Yeah, I think this is, they named four particular chains, and Google's involved with that. And I know, like, the St. Vincent, St. Mary's, whatever they're calling the big networks now. That So there's going to be quite a few, but you're right. If you have smaller doctors, yeah, they're not going to be taking part of that. You're going to be the haves and have-nots. Uh, I know UPMC, you can see your medical records, and you can send your doctor messages. You can ask for refills on prescriptions, and they can mes- message you back. Right, yeah, and so you, you can. Once they so. perfect, once they get approval for this, and they roll this out, they'll be selling this uh, to them. But yeah, right. if you really have a smaller doctor, it's not yeah, working with a major yeah. hospital, right? You're, you're part of their network, and, but I think it'll be perfect to a pretty large number of people. I would assume. I mean, it'll be like Apple Wallet. You're right. It'll take a few years for certain new technologies like that to catch on. People have to be comfortable with it. Either the medical facilities, if they have to pay extra, they'll have to elect if they want to do that or see the, the cost benefit. The big thing now is monitoring health patterns and trends and kind right. of seeing you and other people mm. and so that they can detect Well, your like sleep, blood tests. sugar, those things, Pulse. And Chris and Dave, I know have got some new, perhaps some new coming up in the future, a, what was it, Chris, a, an accessible blood? Well, we saw it. We haven't actually bought it yet, but we probably will. It's not that expensive, so we probably will buy it and see how it works. Yeah. What, a, is, what is it, Chris? It's a blood pressure uh, monitor. It's an upper arm blood pressure monitor that works with your iPhone. Oh, that's cool. Now, is it something you wear all the time? or No, no, I don't think so. Oh, no. I know Abby has some kind of blood pressure. It's Bluetooth, or they record your I do. Ha- and, right. I do have one of those, and... Um, it, the battery doesn't stay charged, probably like you'd like, um, but it's 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 a very accessible device, and it is Bluetooth. What is it? Uh, I mean, what's it called? Um, I'm not sure the name, but I can look it up and send it to you if you like. Yes, please. I will do. Um, I got it from uh, Walmart, actually. Um, and it is, it is very accessible. Um, everything is done from your phone. So uh, there, there's only one button on the actual blood pressure device. It, um, is it a cuff or how does it? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. It is a cuff. It is a cuff, and it has the actual. Um, it looks like a long. Um, I can't think of what like how to describe. It's it's longer than a candy bar, Jeff. Thanks, but it's not as wide as a candy bar. Okay, and it's directly connected to the cuff. And okay, how much, yeah, how much that was, to me. Oh, I'd second. be interested in looking And how at much that. was the cost of it, Abby? So people might want to know. Um, I think it was like, don't quote me, it was somewhere between $60 and $80. That's, not That's quite reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I will send that to you, Chris. Okay. Right. And another thing that, um, as Michael was talking about, and Bill, when they were discussing the um, health information, a lot of companies now um, are using what they call health portals. If, if you don't have one, some of them are like my chart or right. like mine's called M health. We have a, a my, my doctor uses through St. Peter's prime campus uses Athena health. Right. Um, we have, um, we have, um, I know a friend uses my chart and I, I have, it's called M health, um, but it will let you log into that to where you can see all your lab results, x-rays, uh, I mean, like the time it was a while ago, but when I fell down the stairs, it I was able to go look at that app and find out that I did not break my arm before they called to tell me I did not break my arm. 
Yeah, we can usually see our stuff within 12 to 24 hours. Right. Yeah. And it takes, well, it's when, awesome. When I, the minute I get home from my doctor's visit, there's an email. They're giving me the notes on my doctor's visit. The next day, there's another email telling me that my lab results are back, that I can read them. So that's kind of cool. Oh, no, I don't get notifications like that, but that's awesome. We do if you turn them on. I have them yeah, on. That, it tells you when you have if new you can stuff. Do that. And, but my concern, and I've seen this happen, Zealous family members cracking in or calling the office saying, well, my sister or my daughter or my husband's blind, whatever, and they are badgering this offices and they're giving away information or giving them access to well, my they chart. can be sued if they're not on your uh, list. Yeah, that's, a, that's against uh, your that's, policy. You that, can't just that do that. bothers yeah, they, me worse than anything where HIPAA's, they just You throw out the word HIPAA and they will believe it. They're doing it. You throw up the word HIPAA, they're going to stop because right. that's a health information and privacy act. And I mean, it's I have very a real strict. problem with that. I don't think that's right. Um, I know we well, got for you. Go ahead. Um, oh, I was just going to say, um, I know with some pharmacies, too, um, a family member of mine had an issue with the pharmacy that, I mean, they knew my sister's birthday, and she just went in and picked up her medications, and one of them was a narcotic. And since she knew her birthday, just they were like, oh, okay, well, she sent her to pick it up. Yeah. So they gave well, her give me, her Give medication. me the name of that pharmacy, especially if she's, if she's never mind, I better not say that. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty <laughs> of signatures trouble. and proof of ID for narcotics, so. Well, yeah. go figure. I'm well, I know that CVS, uh, you know, I... I had to pick up my my, my wife's uh, medication. They would not let me pick up her medication. She was on uh, one of those painkillers. I forgot what it's called. Uh, I, you know, anyone, but it's a narcotic. No, she has to be there to pick it up, or you know, they, they wouldn't let they wouldn't let anyone else pick that that medication up. So you know, no, it's 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 bad business. Um, I know we got a phone call or two. We have one. We have one hand raised from Bill in Chicago. I thought I saw Pam Francis too, unless she did, but she she left the meeting. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So do, you want, do you want me to take Bill's? Yeah, yeah. Bill? Go ahead. Bill, can you unmute yourself, please? Yeah. All right. I'm here. Uh, that was interesting. There's only a few things I don't like that uh, Apple or some of these things are doing. I don't care for the iPhone or you're using your iPhone to do your thermostats and unlock your doors because if someone hacks into that stuff, I had a friend of mine that did. Someone did hack into his his eye uh, or well, the, the, he could, could control the right. thermostat and somebody turned his heat on in the summertime and turned his AC off and he was gone and they run his thermostat up to 90 degrees. Again, yeah. that stuff could be turned on and turned off. So if you prefer so, not to do that, you that don't have to. Doing him. That's, what, that's what I mean. I mean, I don't, I don't care for all that. Right, I but personally, he, electronic stuff. Right, like unlock. I mean, if you can't get up and unlock your door, right, or say something well, there, I man. The, there may and, be. Would it be nice for hotel rooms? Because some of those, t- sometimes it's hard to figure out which way that stupid. Oh, I know. Card that. Well, that goes. is. That, but you know what? How to? You know, I was when he said that. I wondered if you go say to well, just you know, like a hotel, say Hilton. There in Chicago. If you went to Hilton and you used the thing and you had room 1540, okay, they give you room 1540 on your iPhone. You, 
Okay, do they cancel that out every time and give a new a new code to another person? Yeah, yeah. The way it I, works, I know, Bill, I know they do on the cards. The yeah. cards they, they destroy them. Yeah, right? the way it works is that that's a that's a code, and and the minute you check out of the home out of the hotel, I can't go back to that Hilton and go to that same room and use my phone to do that because it's all it's all random numbers that they use and random ways yeah, to right, generate. Right. Right. So you it's can't. It's just like they do with people that rent condos that have the. Uh, the digital door lock. They, right, right. That number's only good for so many days, and once you... I like the idea of having it on your phone, because oh, why do I have to st- stop at the front desk to check in if, if I can have it done for me right there, and I'm, I'm going to be at the hotel, and, and if it's all ready for me, I can I can avoid the front desk. I can just go into the hotel, go to the room, and it's done. Right, right. And also on uh, medical records, I do everything at uh, Northwestern University here in Chicago, and I have my chart. In other words, I'm the same way. I get, I, before I get home, I've got a noti- notification on my on my chart or on my, on my uh, well, it goes to my com- computer that roughly what he already said, what he done, and the next day I get all the labs, I get everything. I mean, it's like, and then I get a follow-up uh, on my chart they they um, come back after get all the labs. You may get a, another big long recitation about well, if you do this, you do that. You don't do this, you'll this will happen. Blah blah. Whole it's like revisiting the doctor all over again, and it, it can sometimes be three four pages long. It's whatever he wants to. Yeah, but right, but you think it's a good thing, all. right? Because if you you're at that doctor's, maybe he's giving you a diagnosis that. And maybe you're a little traumatized from it. That's a lot of information coming at you quickly. I think it's nice to have the ability to go back. Right, and right. You get you get all that information, and also those those that other thing, people giving out information, calling and say because my mm-hmm. husband's blind or my blah blah or whatever. It right. Is. That's a HIPAA violation. I mean, I just oh, I turn that in seen, right away. Yeah. Well, I've seen fact, it violated so many times. Yeah. Well, that is you you complain you you turn it in and. You mentioned HIPAA because it's, it's just like I know there's a whole big uh, thing about not getting into something, not getting into politics. But with this virus being identified, whether you're, whether you're vaccinated or not, a lot of people are saying that's a HIPAA violation. It's up to you to, if you know your, if you're if you're vaccinated. And what's this up with the doctor's office moving 30, 40 miles away, 30 miles away, and not even, as far as we can tell, we didn't even get any notice. Just moving. Oh, oh, that's no good either. So, why? But you know, you there, there, in Indianapolis, Bill. I don't know why. Why? I don't know what you do. Why I don't understand do. why they just up and moved. I mean, without because they have all of your your phone numbers because they can send you a text to verify your appointment. Why didn't they send you a text or something telling you that their office was going to move so you could make other arrangements if you couldn't get there? Right, 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 right. Do you ever go to? Do you ever go to IU? Yeah, there? I have. Okay, because that's I doctored there for years. That's the only place I ever went. I only go to teaching hospitals. I won't. I won't go to a. a, a well, everybody goes hospital. a different I'm, place, yeah. I guess. But, unless I'm dragged in there by some reason. Right, Bill. I, I I know that that you want to talk more, but we do have one more hand raised, okay, and we have a ahead. demo to get in. So thank you very much, Bill. All right. Who's the next victim, Jeff? Four one zero. I'm not sure if that's Charles. Uh, that's Charles. Yes. Go ahead, Charles. Um, there we go. Uh, real quick, <clears throat> then I'll let you go. Uh, tomorrow, um, I'll be going in the hospital to have the heart procedure done. So 
um, you know, if you, if you can, could you uh, pray about that? If that's can yeah. I ask that? Oh, sure, Charles. Uh, you having the heart catheterization done tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow, yes. Yeah. I hope to be home tomorrow night, but it could be Friday. You know, you never know what can happen. Well, it's all they, in God's hands. Yeah, well, they put you, you actually check into the hospital, or I, that's how I did it, and you have to go down there, and they check you out and do whatever they got to do, and then... Um, depending upon what you have done, now I chose not to take any meds to dull my progress down, so I was able to leave within a couple hours. But, you know, depending upon what you might need, you know, you might need that extra time. So Right, I know, I know. So, you know, you just never know. But you will let us know exactly how how things come out for you. Yes, I hope. Thank you very much, and I hope to be home Sunday. That might be the earliest yeah. way I can do it. I guess. Yeah. Um. So that you know, I either do that or or do it next Wednesday, hopefully. Right. I mean, I really do appreciate it. I mean, I hope I'm not. Oh no, 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 not at all, Charles. Because I've been there, done that, done that this year. So. It, it once they get started, it really doesn't. The worst part about it is taking the shot, you know, okay. the, the the shot. And I don't think this is probably the place to go into that right now. Yeah, I but, understand that. I understand that. But so, it's not the most comfortable, but it's what it is. Right. Thanks. You know. Thank you guys all for right. listening to all that. And you know, I'm 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 glad to pray for people when I'm asked to do it. Right. You know, that's what I should do. And I right. and I never get tired of hearing about other people's problems either. So. Right. Well, to stick around, we'll we'll find some for you to listen to. <laughs> but good luck tomorrow. Yeah. Thanks a lot. And I right. do appreciate it. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, we're getting close to demo time here, just about. Have we got anybody else with any comments before we... No, I think cause we yeah, need, we're all caught up. We need to allow about, what, 39 minutes for this demo right. that Chris and Dave are going to be doing. And I don't think Dave's ever forgiven me for this uh, business. I called him on the phone and... And before so we're going to do the recipe before the demo, so we don't run out of time. I I think we got time. I think we got time, Jennifer. It's up to okay. Chris. No, that it's that's fine. I don't care. Okay. All right. We're going to start with the demo. What are we going to talk about today, guys? We're going to talk about the Kasori Smart Wi-Fi Air Fryer that works with iPhone, the A Lady, and Google. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, we're going to listen to it right now. Good morning, everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo. And today we are going to demonstrate the Kasori 5.8 quart air fryer. Now, this is a Wi-Fi air fryer, which means you can control it with your iPhone and some commands you can use on the A-Lady. And also Google. And, and Google. And you can also get an Android app for it. So it is iOS and Android. 
So the first thing I'm going to do is have Chris give you the information about the product. This is a Kasori Smart Wi-Fi Air Fryer. It is spelled C as in Charlie, O-S-O-R-I. It is available on Amazon and other places too, I'm sure, but Amazon has the best price right now. It's regularly $119.99 on Amazon. It is currently available, at least today, for $99.99. So if you want one, now's the time to grab it. Whether it will be available on Prime Day, I have no idea. So this is model. Let me grab the model number here because there are a couple of them. The model number is CS158AF. And like I said, the Bed Bath & Beyond has them. All kinds of places have them. Uh, it is a 1,700-watt air fryer, so it's nice and powerful. And... Um, the phone number to Kasori, should you want to talk to them, is 888-402-1684. That's 888-402-1684. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Time. And Amazon also has an Assurian plan that you can buy that will cover your air fryer for, I forget if it's four or five years, but anyway, if you're interested in that, it's not very expensive at all. All right. Well, we I will attempt to describe this thing. Uh, now, I will tell you right off the bat, it is a touch screen. It's got a huge touch screen. If you have any vision, you probably can see it if you have any vision at all. Um, it's angled. It's it's very it's a very nice touch screen, which doesn't help me any, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> it's also very sensitive. You could label it except it's very sensitive. Uh, we did um, put two dots on the touch screen. Um, and one is the power on, and the other is start. Those are the only two buttons we really needed to use the air fryer. Uh, anything on the touch screen, because um, and you know, Chris will give you a layout of the uh, the way the buttons are on the touch screen. She can give you the layout on those. Um, <clears throat> Okay, the, the the unit, when you take it out of the box, you got the unit itself, and then when you, and of course there's a print manual. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so you have the unit itself. It is uh, about 13 inches high from the table. And then you have uh, the, the width would be um, about 12 inches and from front to back it's about it's about 13 uh, inches about 13 including the handle it's about 
11 or 12 without the handle. There's some point sevens and stuff on there, but that's about approximate yeah, dimensions. Yeah, gen- general. Yeah. It gives you an idea how big it is. How much space you need on your counter. <clears throat> and um, as far as the the front of the uh, air fryer, it's if, if you have an air fryer now and you're familiar with the basket, then there's a hand, well, uh, on the front of the air fryer, there's a big handle that sticks out if the basket is in the air fryer. And you take that basket out of the air fryer. You just pull. You just pull it out of the air fryer. and it takes a decent tug. Pulling the handle. And when the basket comes out, there's a bunch of stuff inside the basket. And you want to take that out. Um, I think there was... Uh, Oh, I don't know what all was in there. They're just a bunch of stuff we don't use. Yeah, we don't use too many of the accessories. Um, although I did order an accessories kit for it, I don't know if I'll use it, but I got one while it was available. But there's cardboard and there's this, that, and the other. So you got to, as with any other air fryer, you got to be careful and make sure you get everything out. Okay. Now, once you take the stuff out of the basket, um, the basket is in. Well. The the pot that the basket sets in is what you put when you pull it out of the fryer. The basket is inside that pot. So you want to take the basket out of the pot, and the way you do that is you put your fingers on the top of the handle, and you'll see a little slide button. Because, once, once you get it out, it yeah, won't slide it when out. it's inside the air fryer. There's You'll see this little slide thing. And then you slide it towards the basket. It's a pretty good slide thing. You can't miss it, that's for sure. I think it's got a line across it. Yeah, it does. It has a line across the one end of it. And you just slide this over. And once you slide it over, there's a little button down in, in where the slider was when you had it forward as far as it'll go. So when you push it away from you, what you're going to do, then you press down on the little button that's in there. Well, it's it's not really little. No, it's square. You push it's down on square. it. And you can lift the back out of the pot. If you put your hand on the handle, your thumb pretty much is going to go to that little button. So underneath, um, there was some cardboard. You want to make sure that there's no cardboard. And the other thing that you want to know, that you need to know, when you get this thing, it's got scotch tape all over the thing, you know, like over the front where the basket is. They don't want the basket coming out. Yeah, they don't want anything coming out. There's also a peel-off film over the display, like a lot of displays have. Right. Now, we took ours off, but, well, anyway, um... To make the screen feel nice, you know how that goes. Well, we also needed Ira to look at it, and I, I don't yeah. know how well they could have seen it through that screen. So once you have that out, then you want to put the basket back in the pot. And the way you do that is you push down on that button. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slide the thing forward. Then you push down on the button and drop the basket back down into the pot and it will lock. And you slide that little slider on top of the handle forward. That makes sure that that button is covered so you can't accidentally push it. And 
let's see, the basket now is about nine by, what was the Nine other? by nine by four. Nine by nine by four. In other words, it's square and four inches deep. And the square is not um, sharp cornered. It, the, the corners are rounded a little bit. Yeah, and <clears throat> that's the basket inside the pot. So that that's the width and length of the basket once it's in the pot. So that's where you have all your space for your fries. Or There is more room than there is in a round one, I'll have to say. Yeah, there is. Because you're not losing, uh, you know, the round. You're not losing the corners. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing you need to do is you need to plug your unit in. And take that plastic thing off the yeah. plug. And then you need to get the app on your iPhone or Android. The app is called V-Sync, and that is spelled V as in Victor, E, S as in Sam, Y, N, C as in Charlie. So you need to download the V-Sync app. And then you need to go to add a device. It, it says something like add blue 48 or I don't know, something weird like that. Uh, uh, well, of course, you got to set up an account like anything. you got to put your email and password, make a password and put in there. It's, it's basically like pairing anything else. Then you go to add blue 48 or whatever it says with add, and it's going to ask you to choose your device, and you're going to go to appliances, small appliances, and you're going to double tap on that. Then you're going to go to the Kasori Air Fryer and choose your model. There are, there are two models. They're really not that different. Uh, amazingly enough, the 158 is apparently, from all I can gather, newer than the 358, which I think is really weird. But anyway, it has more presets, and it also works with the with the Echo and also with um, Google, so it's pretty easy to it's pretty easy to pick it out. But you do need to make sure you know which fryer you have. <clears throat> you choose that, and then it'll send you back to your settings in your. I think you tap start pairing, and it'll send you back to your settings in your app. It'll tell you what button it wants you to hold down. I don't remember what it was, and we can't redo it because ours is paired. But at any rate, it tells you. But that is the reason why I think it's the power button. That's the reason why we called Ira and got them to help us label the power on and off and the start-stop button. They're right beside each other. And I just took two little lock dots and uh, marked it. And then I took two, they're called lead glass, line, lead glass lines. They're L-E-A-D, that kind of lead, like for crystal. And I drew a line... <clears throat> straight up from the handle because there's a pretty good little space and if you touch anything at all it's very very sensitive as I said so I drew a line up to the edge where I can find the end of the line and just go up a little bit um, however I can tell you if you go straight up from the middle of the handle you're going to come to the power button if you go straight up from the middle and go 
about a half inch in on the screen, you're going to find the power button. If you go straight up from the right edge of the handle, the very right-hand edge of the handle, straight up, and again about a half inch from the bottom of the screen, you're going to find the start-stop button. And it's going to, you're going to do whatever it tells you to do to pair, and then you, it's going to send you to your settings on your phone app. You're going to choose the Kasori network, and then it's going to ask you to enter your password for your i for your um wi-fi yeah your wi-fi password so you're going to do that and it'll say pairing pairing and it'll eventually pair or it won't hopefully it will it should ours did um but if it doesn't it'll i'm sure it'll tell you what's wrong it's just about like pairing anything else the only difference is you do have to go in and you do have to choose exactly what you're pairing so uh, you, you're going to want to go through and choose appliances, like I said, and then the air fryers, Kasori. So that's basically how you pair it. Okay, this is, as I said, or as Dave said, but we both said, it's a touch screen. So, and it's extremely sensitive. But for people who can see, or just in case you want to know, I'm going to describe the layout of the touch screen. I'm going to describe it in three parts. There's a left, a middle, and a right. The left and the right groupings are where the presets are, so I'm actually going to describe the middle first. Uh, everything, let's see, the, the presets are in three rows. The middle part is in two rows. On the top middle part, the, the top row, the middle part, you have minus, temperature slash time, and plus. Is that going up or down? That's going across. That's across. the row from left to right. Okay. On the next row, the bottom row of the middle from left to right, you have keep warm, power, on and off, and which is one button. It toggles. And start, stop, which is a toggle button. So now we're going to go to the presets. These are in three rows. I don't know why they did two for that and three for this. I think the, the middle section may be written a little larger. But the left side is going to be steak on the left and then chicken. Below steak on the middle row is going to be seafood, and to the right of seafood and under chicken is going to be shrimp. The bottom row on the left Underneath seafood is going to be bacon, and underneath shrimp is going to be preheat. And you're going to move past the middle over to your right again to the right set of the presets. The top one on the left, but in the right set, and the set on the right, is going to be frozen foods. To the right of frozen foods is going to be fries. Now, when they say fries, they mean raw fries. Below frozen foods is vegetables, and below fries is root vegetables. Below, this is going to be the next row is the bottom row. Underneath vegetables is bread, and underneath root vegetables is desserts. 
and that takes care of your screen and any of this stuff you can do on the phone with uh, iOS or Android. You can do some things with the A-Lady. They say you can do everything. I have written, but I didn't get a good answer. I have a list of commands, and I'm going to give those to you, but they tell me you can also do the presets with her, and I'm sure with Google, too. But I cannot find a list of them. I, I did post a question, and I asked if somebody could give me the exact wording for how to do a preset. I heard from the manufacturer, Kasori. They assured me that you could, and they told me if I wanted a list of commands to email them. Well, I tried that, and my email got rejected because it goes through Amazon, and, of course, Amazon hides everybody's email address. So I have not been able to get the presets, but they tell me they're doable. I'm still working on that, but we decided to go ahead and do this anyway because if we'd had it a couple weeks. Anyway, the commands I have are, and they're all preceded with A-L-E-X-A, <laughs> tell Kasori 2. Okay, so there's her name to get her attention. Tell Kasori to stop the smart air fryer. Tell Kasori to pause the smart air fryer. Tell Kasori to resume the smart air fryer. Ask Kasori, is the smart air fryer on? Ask Kasori, what is the target temperature of the smart air fryer? When is the food done in the smart air fryer? Uh, let's see. Stop the smart air fryer. Okay, when is the food done? We did that one. I have apparently two lists. Oh, um, her. Tell the smart air fryer, tell the Kasuri smart air fryer to set the temperature at 350 for 30 minutes. Or you can say, tell Kasuri to air fry at 350 for 30 minutes. Or you can say, tell Kasori to add 30 minutes to the smart air fryer. Those are some of the commands you can do. I, it's pro, I know it isn't an exhaustive list. That's the things I could find. So that takes care of the echo commands that I have, and I'm sure they're very similar in Google for the Google Home. So we're going to do some steak fries. I'm going to go to the V-Sync app. V-Sync. Which voiceover calls V-Sync. I'm going to go in there. V-Sync button. Kitchen 2. My devices. Kitchen, Kitchen two. 2 is where my air fryer happens to be. Icon menu. Kasori Smart Air Fryer. But I'm going to tap on the Kasori Smart Air Fryer. You have a chance during the setup process to name your air fryer. We didn't. We just left it Kasori. We might name it sometime. Search recipes. Tap Ulysses. on Kasori. Button. Search recipes. I can tell you that the recipes actually do work, and you can actually read them. And there's all kinds in there, so you have now. to motion detected at your mailbox. So you have to be careful because you you don't want one that says Kasori oven. So anyway, that's I'm going to swipe up with three fingers one one. twice. One one. Then I'm going to go down here to. 
Okay. Button. Well. The baskets are not pushed in. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Button. You're going to have to put the basket in now. or it's not going to let me. Wait, they're coming up. So it says to put the now. basket in and you have to tap okay. And so I tap. We're going to have to go put the basket in before we can start it. Okay, I've got the recorder. I'm going to take it over here, lay it down, <laughs> and then I'm going to put the basket in the air fryer and just give it a push till it is in place. And then I'll get out of the way. <laughs> okay. So here's what we're going to do. I Icon settings black. Lost Selected. my place because oh, the nail came. So we're going to go back. To row one of one. Okay, button. Okay. okay. Start cooking, button. I'm going to go to the start cooking button. It's all the way at the bottom. And like I said, you had to, you got to swipe up with three fingers. That's the fastest way to get to the next page in the bottom. And when you're going through the recipes, by the way, you can also do three finger swipes from right to left to see more recipes. I did not know that till last night. Anyway, I'm going to tap on start cooking. Manual. Here's your choices. You can have manual. Steak. Chicken. Seafood. Just bacon, like on the screen. Vegetables. Root vegetable. Frozen food. Desserts. I'm going to choose frozen food because the steak fries are frozen. Bacon. It's frozen food. There. It's on frozen food. Now I'm going to go down Desserts. here. 380. Picker item. item. You can adjust the temperature by swiping from right to left. I mean, up or down. I'm sorry. Up or down. And it runs from 170 to 425. 10. Picker item. It's Adjustable. 10 minutes. 10 That's 60. the time. I'm going to shorten the time because it's not going to take as long for steak fries. 11. Oops. 10 of 60. 10. 10 of 60. Swipe down. 9. 8. 10 of 60. Go with 7. 7 Degrees Fahrenheit. Cook now. Button. I'm going to hit cook now. Cook now. Icon return white. Button. Back. The screen says. Wait for a few seconds, please. That will automatically jump to cooking page after you press the button on the device. Please press the start button on the device to continue cooking. Okay, so what Chris is going to do now, she's going to pull the basket out of the fryer. I just did. I'm going to throw a few steak fries in there. This is not preheated, by the way. You can, if you're going to preheat where you see your settings, where you see your settings, there's also a preheat on or off. I just left it off. It's off by default. Okay, I'm going to push the basket in. Okay. The baskets are not pushed in all the way yet because I had to take them out to put the food in. Dry rub chicken wings. Okay. Cooking. Button. We're going to go to cooking now because we already said it. Please press the start button on the device to continue cooking. Okay. That's where you have to press the, the the start button on the fryer. That's why we were talking about putting the dots on the on the screen. I'm going to go straight up from the right-hand edge of the handle, the very right-hand edge. I'm going to follow my line. I'm going to come to the... And there it goes. And as you can hear... We going over here? Yeah. The fryer is running, and we're walking away from it now, so it's not so noisy. It's about as loud as any standard air fryer. And here's what your screen shows. Time remaining. 
frozen food. We're cooking frozen food. I'm just going to swipe to the right. I'm getting, I'm on frozen food. Button, button, icon return white. Button. There's a return back. button for back, button. and then button. I'm going to go. Frozen food. Frozen food, I'm just swiping to the right with one finger. Time remaining. Time remaining. Zero, seven. Seven minutes. Temperature. Ready at. Doesn't give you the temperature yet. It, it says temperature and ready at. 380 degrees Fahrenheit. There's the temperature. Here's when it's ready at. 9.52 a.m. 9.52 a.m. A little early to be eating steak fries, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Stop cooking. But and there's a stop cooking, so if things get done... You can always press the stop cooking button. Now, they do tell you, I saw on YouTube videos that, and something we discovered ourselves, I think I said, French fries is for homemade raw potatoes. But you can change your time and temperature. You cannot, however, save it. So... Uh, that's that's a feature I wish they would add. I wish I wish you could save it into you into my recipes. You can create your own recipes, but you have to do the step by step to tell the uh, fryer what to do. And see, I, I don't know how you. It's kind of like the recipes in the Instant Pot I, that you can write yourself. You can write a script, and I've not quite figured out how to do that yet. So anyway. Um, right now, we've had it about two weeks, and, you know, we know what we know, so that's what we know. What did you come up with for, because uh, I know that we have uh, figured out on, uh, like, crinkle-cut fries? I, I didn't really come up with crinkle-cut fries. What I found out was on the raw fries, on the homemade fries, you can do it on the French fry setting, but you need to back your time off to about 12 or 13 minutes. Depending on the size fries you cut, of course, for the size fries we cut, they're, I think, half inch, aren't they? So they're half inch squares, more or less, except for on the edges of the potato, of course. Um, Those take 12 to 13 minutes on the regular French fry setting. But it's very easy to change your time or temperature just by swiping. I would guess the the crinkle cut fries would probably take on frozen foods because that is a frozen food. Now, Kasori Smart Air Fryer. It's time to shake your food. Time to shake your food. I'm going to run over here. I'm going to follow with the recorder. She's going to pull the basket out and shake, shake it. it. Not up and down, just side to side. Put it back in. And put it back in, and it will restart. It will start on its own for that. That's how you do that. Which is nice because it tells you when to go ahead and shake it. I tend to forget or get busy doing something else and don't get it done or something. And I end up shaking it about a minute or two before it's ready. So One thing about this fryer, the beeps are very loud. Well, you know, they're they're, they're really loud. loud. Yeah. So, I mean, you can hear it from, I can hear it from one end of the house. And for me, that's good. We're going to pause the machine now and wait. Uh, we've got about, we've three, got about three, minutes. three minutes to go. So we'll pause the machine. Zero, when it gets close, we'll start the machine, and you, you should hear it beep. And whatever the app says, we'll find out. So, 
like some things when you put your finger on the time it does not change when the time changes you know sometimes you can set your finger on the time and take it away and the last thing you touch is what it tells you whenever it changes this one doesn't do that but neither does our grill so you know i kind of got you you got to swipe time remaining zero one it still says one minute it'll it'll shut off we're just waiting on it to get done so you can hear what it sounds like and hear what the screen says so we're just gonna it has to hurry up because i want to cleaning tips Your food is ready. Enjoy. Your food is ready. Right. Enjoy. Remember to clean your oven after. <laughs> Remember to clean your oven after cooking. Okay. Okay. Um, you gotta press okay. Search recipes. Ellipsis. And anytime you pull the basket out, even if it just told you to, you still have to tap okay on your bat. Your basket is not in. And they look pretty good. Yeah, they do. We're gonna. Put them, gonna look, look like you should eat them. The fries look really good. These are steak fries. Yeah, we they're steak fries. We were out of crinkle fries because the other day, in preparation for the demo, we did crinkle fries at on two different settings. We did fries and we did. Um, and foods and we did it preheat off and preheat on and you really can't tell a whole lot of difference so um we ran ourselves out of fries anyway yeah so the the, the steak fries turned out really good there's a little bit of crispiness on the outside and moist on the inside pretty good and then after after you're done you can unplug it if you wish to do that. We don't because we don't because it's programmable much. and it gets updates and things like that. Uh, you can't start it accidentally. I mean, you have to do it. You have to physically start it or stop it. You know, and uh, of course you, you have to do that with the phone or whatever. So, or you could touch a preset, but you know, I'm just not gonna even go there. It's a, little, it's a little difficult because these things do take updates uh, through the Wi-Fi. And if you don't have it plugged in, you're not going to get the updates. So, you know, I guess to each his own, I suppose. Um, there's no law that says you have to do it. So, anyway, I don't know where Chris went. She right just, here. I'm right oh, here. Oh, okay. There she is. We're going to just do this and tell about the thing again and wrap it up. So, if uh, Chris will give you the information about the product. This, one, one more time. This is a Kasori Smart Wi-Fi Air Fryer. It is model CS158AF. It's available on Amazon and other places, too, I'm sure, like maybe Bed Bath & Beyond and Kohl's and some of those places. I didn't check everywhere. Um, the phone number to Kasori, should you wish to speak with them, is 888 888- 402-1684 that's 888-402-1684 the price is normally $119.99 today's price I just checked this morning is $99.99 and that's pretty much um, 
pretty much what I can tell you about it. Uh, it does have an Assurian appliance warranty available for, I forget what it is, for five years. It's I think it's four. Four? Okay, maybe so. I don't remember. Um, anyway, it's not very expensive. We decided it was worth it because we use our air fryers an awful lot around here. So we did we did buy one, and I've had some experience with Assurian, and the experience I've had has been very good. So anyway, that's the scoop on the Kasori air fryer. Okay, now there are a couple things you want to know, though. Uh, when you're done and you want to clean this thing, this air fryer, uh, you pull the basket out, and then remember the slide switch that we were telling you about on the top of the handle? You push that forward, and uh, you... you Grab the handle with your thumb on top. You put one hand on the on the handle, and you press. Yeah, and once you push the slide switch towards the basket, find that little that button that's in in that's going to be right at the front edge edge of the handle. And you push down on that button and take the basket out, and you can wash it or whatever you want to do with it. Both parts are dishwasher safe. And you can wash the uh, the pot because then you'll have the basket out and then when you're done and you go to and then you want to put the uh the basket back down at once it's dry and everything you put the basket down into the pot put it back into the air fryer and the only other thing i could think of right now is uh, inside where the basket goes if, if the basket was not in the air fryer there's a big opening there and you want to make sure that stays clean so you know we don't want any crumbs or anything Just like that check in. it once in a while and wipe it with a damp cloth if you need to it, that is not immersible of course and there is up on the very top on, on the inside if you have your hands inside the fryer um, uh, keep in mind, uh, you don't need to unplug it, although you can if you choose to do that. Um, but they're up on the top, on the inside, uh, there's that little, uh, uh, like a little grid, which is actually a heating element. And you might want to make sure once in a while, just take a damp cloth and wipe that off. So that's how the unit works. If you have any questions, you can email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he doesn't have the answers, he'll get a hold of us, and we'll make sure you get the answers to your questions. Or if you have any questions or comments regarding the Kasori Smart Wi-Fi Air Fryer during this broadcast, and I just ate one of the steak fries and I pronounced them good, you may reach us by calling 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. Press pound as instructed. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. You'll be asked to press to enter a user ID. Just press pound, and you will be in the room with us where you may ask your questions or make your comments regarding the Kasori Smart Wi-Fi Air Fryer during this broadcast. Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another, another exciting, exciting demo. demo. Boy, you're out to yourself, guys.
It was fun. We certainly used up a old bag of fries Sunday morning, which was good. What were the accessories that you bought for it? That you didn't mention it. That no, we talked about it before. I didn't. There was. Uh, they came in one pack. I didn't choose what I got, but I got a cake pan, one of those barrel pans that often comes with an air fryer. I got a rack. I got something called an egg bite holder. They're big on these egg bite things. I don't know. <laughs> That's a weird looking thing. Yeah, it is. It's like you crack an egg into it and use that, and there's it holds like I don't know six eggs or something. I don't know. It's they're weird. Well, if you're going to make a steak, you'd have to have the accessory, right? Because you would no. need the rack. No. no. Well, you wouldn't have to have the rack because it's going to drain down into the basket. So, so I've you'd made. Put the, you put the steak in the basket? Is that yeah. What you... you always put, even with the accessories, you put them in the basket. And, and would you have to turn the steak over when you're cooking it? I mean, how does that. Not happen? necessarily. You can if you want to, but I've made steak in the Cook's Essentials and. I didn't necessarily it, turn it over. It's kind of like convection, you know, because you got the high-powered fan in there, so the air gets underneath it. Sometimes it does a little better. It tends to maybe dry out the top slightly if you like it really done, which I don't, but some people do. If you were going to cook it well done, you might want to flip it just to keep one side from drying too much. Gotcha. Pam Francis, you had your hand raised. Can you uh, unmute yourself, please? Go ahead, Pam. Yeah, hey, Chris and Dave, good demo. Um, just curious, is this thing, are you able to do it manually if, in fact, you don't have Internet? Or... Um, you can if you can see the screen, but it's going to be really difficult if you can't see the screen. I'm not going to uh... say it's impossible, but and you can mark the screen, and that would work. The You'd have to use maybe the defaults or learn the menus, but the problem is... That screen is so sensitive. I mean, it's almost like if you breathe on it. it it's really, it's really super sensitive. Is there enough space on that touch screen where you could put stuff either above, slightly above where the where the thing is or below where the thing no, is? No, Jeff. No. Well, it, it would be very close. You'd right. have to really abbreviate even, something. Even if you could do it, it, it just it, trying to find it, it, you'd have to be pretty exact with your finger when you went to touch it because it is really Does sensitive. Does the screen get hot? No. no. I'm considering putting a brailleable over it and see if that cuts down the sensitivity a little bit. And what about the basket? How long should you wait before you... Uh... Try to wash that. It's in my cook's essential. It gets quite hot, and you can touch the side. It, it, it cools, cools down fast. pretty quick. If you set it in the sink, by the time you eat, it'll be cool. So, so what? What happens? With, uh, is this a, like my? At least with my air fryer, you can use a little bit of oil with like frozen fries or something. Right. If we want them more crispy. Is is that the same? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Rule with this same. one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every, everything is the same. It's just you can control it by the the phone. And it's square. The basket is square. And did you use your Evo to put some oil on those steak fries before you fried them, Chris? Yes. Okay. Uh, How much time should you add if you're skipping the preheat? Um... It oh, takes about three minutes for the thing yeah. to... And you wouldn't even you, maybe yeah. have to add that much. You'd have to yeah. kind of play. It depends on what you're doing. But it doesn't seem to make a whole lot of difference. You said the preheat was off and false? Yes. And all you have to do to turn it on is just double tap where it says preheat off button. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's pretty clever. It 
We took it out of the box, and the first thing we did was let's see that touch screen, and it's huge. I'm glad the recipes work. So many of those things, you can't read the I know the recipes. These, these do work, and we had somebody tell us that the screen is very, um, the menus are big and good contrast, so if you had some vision, you'd be able to use it maybe. If it's LCD, it's gonna be it would be hard for me. They're LED, I believe. If, if they're LED, then I'm then I'm golden. I wonder if it'd be big enough to work with something like seeing seeing AI or. Oh yeah, we uh, actually put our labels on with Ira. I labeled the power and the start, and we put those on with Ira. And in fact, we got the layout with Ira. Is the Ira. manual usable on the website by chance? Um, it's fair it's okay it's not the greatest it's not the worst you know it's it's all right yeah you'd learn more i think from from her description of the buttons and just watching youtube videos to learn how people do it yeah i'm hungry already Ooh, god you're so always you're, hungry Jeff. When you do, if you're doing bacon do you have to turn it no no yeah that was my big question how many minutes for bacon I don't oh. know. There's a bacon setting. We have not used it. There's a bacon it. setting that you could hit automatically. Mm-hmm. It would cook it for you. Seems that most of the presets on the Kasuri are for raw foods. Um, there is a frozen food setting, and that seems to be more for, oh, maybe egg rolls. But like I said, it's very easy to change your time. I did the shrimp. I did some crunchy breaded shrimp on the shrimp setting, and it worked quite well. They were just in a box from the grocery store. So are you going to still keep your Cook's Essential Air Fryer? Of course, yes. So you, yeah. so you got two of them. Right. She cooked for all. So that occasions. means when I come over, she can use both of them at the same time. And, we and do use them. both of them at the same time sometimes, <laughs> and we actually have three. But I think we're thinking of giving one away. You know, we, have, we have a recipient in mind. Makes it kind of. Well, I've good. got I've got the, the smaller cooks essential one, and I enjoy the heck that. Out one's of that one's good. It can cook, cook. I like cook. the ones with the baskets like that. Now, is this easier to clean the top part than the Cook's Essentials, where you really have to get underneath those blades, and you almost a challenge it, to really make sure you get all the grease out of there? Probably about the same. That's one reason I haven't cooked bacon in it. It does a great job, all the air. Dave said the space up above is a little wider, but that's the reason I haven't done bacon. I don't like cleaning up after it. But we will at some point. But bacon's it so good like in it splatters I know. everything. <laughs> I know it is good. And it does splatter, yes. But I'd rather clean up the air fryer than the June after bacon. It does sound like one thing I liked about thing, it, it, it no, because I'm I'm hearing it with my headphones and everything else, but the beeps and everything sound really loud in this thing, so they're pretty loud. I like that it tells you to shake your food. How many pieces of bacon could you do at a time at the um, most? I'm going to guess, Tim, I would say you could probably do eight or nine pieces. Okay. I was going to guess six, but yeah, it's 5.8, so. Well, it's nine by nine, so you the basket is, the internal basket is, so you figure if they're about an inch wide. Yeah. That'd be enough. The one thing we didn't mention is that the standard air fryer from Cook's Essentials, uh, the the five quart is a five point three point three, and this one is a five point eight. 
it's not that different, but the shape makes a big difference. I'm surprised they didn't have a setting for like a hamburger patty or. Uh, do you ever use those inserts? I guess you could put in there to keep it from going into the basket, like little filters or. Um, you if you didn't need anything to drain, you could use the insert and maybe not have to clean the basket. I don't know. There's a lemon cake, pound cake I'm interested in trying in there. It's a Kasori recipe. Well, I saw on YouTube the guy make mac and cheese. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mac and cheese. Brown it. Wow, that'd be pretty good. Well, now, you talked about egg bites. I wonder if, if you could actually fry an egg in that thing. Uh, probably not. You might could if you had a pan the shape and size you wanted, but I... I don't know. You'd have to experiment with that. You might be able to spray the top and fry it. Hey, we better get to that recipe. We are down within seven minutes. Well, this is a recipe for crockpot chocolate cake. And I have a friend who never, ever, ever, ever cooks. She was known for saying that her senior meal in home economics in high school was going to be bologna sandwiches and ding-dongs. But anyway, she made this, too, and found it very easy. So Jeff could probably make it. One box of chocolate cake mix, one small box of instant pudding that's just the dry powder, two cups of sour cream, three-fourths cup vegetable oil, four eggs, one cup water, one cup semi-sweet chocolate chips. You stir that all up together in the basically in the order it's given you can either do it in a bowl and pour it in your slow cooker or you can mix it up in your slow cooker but whichever you do be sure you well grease or well spray your slow cooker well because that's important you set your slow cooker on low for four hours and that's all there is to it the cake will be shiny and kind of gooey in the middle and it says to serve it with a spoon but one of the things i like about this recipe is you could use any kind of flavor cake mix you wanted any kind of pudding flavor and if you couldn't find a matching pudding flavor you could always use vanilla you could sub out the chocolate chips for cinnamon chips or peanut butter chips or white chocolate chips or even nuts so it's a really versatile recipe. Can you put corn in it? Uh, you probably uh, could, but I don't think it would it. be very good. <laughs> hey, but you know, you could take that cake and, and, and spoon it into a, a, a coffee mug and then put ice cream on top of it. You could. You could. You could. Or you could. It's it's kind of more like, probably more like a brownie, I'd say, but it's good. Yeah, it's I really think good. We, I think we should have that. Yeah, we should. And you could make it sugar-free <laughs> if you wanted to. You could. Um, well, at least you, the could, you could use a sugar-free cake mix. You might have to use two. You'd need to compare your ounces or, or how much cake it makes because you'd want a regular 9 by 13 or 2-layer, whatever. And they make really good sugar-free pudding. You could, you could use white cake and put corn in it. And oh, I don't yeah. know if I said, but that chocolate pudding, that small box, needs to be instant. It's written in the recipe, so those of you on the coffee club list will get it. But for everybody else, it is instant pudding. How about we call it crocklet cake? Crocklet cake. (laughs) All right. Yeah, there you go. Crocklet cake. (laughs) Mike could eat it. Oh, I could too, right now. 
<laughs> yeah, Mike could eat it. Great yeah. stuff. I'll bet Jeff could eat a big spoonful. I could. I could. <laughs> and he could put some butter beans on it, Jeff. Oh, Thanks a lot, Dave. Cheese. <laughs> Cheese. Jeff, Jeff uh, needs a ladle, I'd say, probably. You're probably a ladle, right, Jeff. Or one of those big measuring scoops like I dip soup out with. One of those. I, I don't care for ladles because most of the time they're angled oddly and they're hard for me to use unless I can find one that the handle goes straight up and you can hold. Yeah, straight up and down, but I, I tend to use for soup and chili, especially if there's nobody around but us. But even then, even if there's not, I will often use a big measuring scoop. Yep, I do that too. Yeah, I don't like those ladles all that. They're okay. What are those things they have at the punch bowl? And you want to put the punch in the cup? That's a ladle. That's my, oh. Whenever I would go to a party at friends' houses, they'd have that ladle thing. And I always, I always got it all over the place, no matter what I, I tried to do. don't like using those. Oh, no. No, thank you. For those ladles. I don't like them for real soupy things, but like something that's got some substance to it. Isn't as hard as you can feel the, the weight of it in the... It's just hard if it's got an odd angle. It's hard to keep it from spilling if there's liquid in there. It's Maybe get like beef stew or chicken and dumplings or something thicker. Yeah. We, got we have a hand raised from... Where'd it go? They just went. Did you see that? It was just gone. I know. It was gone. Maybe that maybe it was an accident. Well, they're not in the meeting either. Okay. <laughs> There's a ghost. Actually, I don't even see the number in there anymore. I thought it was a no, 501 number. It was a 501 number. And raise hand, and then the, then, then the person disconnected. It, yeah. Oh, well. Well, I'm really torn out between this Kasori and just going with that Amazon. I have to call you, Jennifer, and kind of got me sold on it what's that <laughs> the amazon microwave depends on what you need yeah it's it's what it is it's not if the you... june but it's not it also it has a lot of good stuff well it air fries doesn't it yeah what i'm yep. sorry yeah, it does. It depends fry. if you need a microwave or if you already have one that you like or if you just need an air fryer. I have the, the, the economical one, $59 one, but it's only 700 watts and you're limited sometimes on your side. Yeah, that's not very strong. It what's sure the, has a lot of air, what's the air fryer in the Amazon, Jenny? Do you know the wattage? I don't know what the wattage of it is, but it goes that's up to what, Bill? Four, 425? 425, and you can name the temperature, and you can... But that's true of all of them, or most of them. You know, but the only thing that it doesn't do that I haven't been able to make it do is tell you how much time you've got remaining. I'm sure there's a way to... You should be able to ask Alexa that. It didn't work. Even mine, I can do that. It's supposed to. It's supposed to. But it works. I mean, it's... Good for what it is, you know what I mean. Um, I don't think it's quite as even cooking as the June, but then again, it's pretty good. You know? I will say the Kasori's real because of the f- strong fan and the small space. It's really even. 
That's the thing, nice thing about even the Cook's Essential Air Fryers and the air fryers that are shaped like that. Personally, I think they're a lot better than the June at air frying because there's so much space in the June. I, I think so, too. The June, if you mess with your time and temperature, it's, it, it's adequate, but I really like the smaller air fryers better. Yeah, because yeah, even our Cuisinart oven is a better air fryer than the June is. Boy, the June bake's good, though. Yeah, the Junes are good. Oh, yeah, the Junes wonderful for biscuits and things like that. If you got a can of biscuits you want to bake. or Yeah, the June's good for a lot of things. See, I use the oven a lot and use my nose to know when the food's done. I mean, normally I set a timer, but if I just space that out. But can you but, do that as well with the air fryer? You can just kind of tell by the smell. Okay, it's done. You know, the smell peaks and it dissipates a little bit. And you're like, okay. It says five minutes, but I probably should be done. So uh, I don't know if you can do that with that particular oven, but the Amazon you kind of can. But the Amazon doesn't really have the good kind of racks in it to like the June has racks. You well, think? that's what I like about it. You don't have to mess with the racks. <laughs> You can just set the pan in there and cook. That's why they make both kinds, I guess. Did you ever get that to work? I know you were trying to say it had uh, the codes. You could get the code off the box. With the oh, we never got that to work. We didn't really play with it too much, though. No, we didn't. It's kind of like the Sonos thing. But anyway, hey, I guess we're almost out of time here. In fact, we went over a little bit. Tim is patiently waiting. So I'm sure Tim will have some some popcorn songs or some kind of songs today. Maybe a fried chicken song. Right. Yeah. Right. There you go. Anyway, thank you, Mike, for all your work. Uh, thanks, Chris and Dave, for a great demo. You can play No More Bread and Butter by Easy Beats where they talk about chicken and dumplings. Yeah. Or maybe you could play any more beef stew or something i don't know you'll find something have a great day everyone and thank you and we'll be back (laughs) all right bye-bye see you tomorrow night